have a special guest today, right? Taya Birch, the boxer. Listen, her resume is impressive. She's young, she's dynamic. She has a hell of a personality. I'll let her speak in a second, but I gotta run through this for you guys. She's two times boxing glove champion, one bronze glove champion, Brampton champion, and also Cogby champion. And I know there's a whole lot more to you than that. We're gonna add that on the edits when we finish and wrap this whole podcast up. But how you doing, Tyler? I'm doing good. It's nice to finally meet you. I've been trying to get a hold of you to come <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. You know what this podcast is all about? We're trying to get behind the athlete, the person behind you, behind the hype, behind the, the smoke screen of social media. You know, I want to know who the real Talia Birch is, right? Because you have an interesting, unique path that you've kind of paved for yourself as a young female fighter too. So what's your story? Where you from? Tell me a little bit more so we can all get to know you. Well, I'm from Bojari. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, in the, in the suburbs. Uh, my mom's Italian, my dad is, I'll just say Canadian, <laughs> and um, yeah, nothing really crazy about my upbringing, but at one point in my life, you know, I just looked in the mirror and I didn't like where I was, so I decided to make a change, this was during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and uh, at one point while I was making this change, I decided I wanted to do a combat sport, so I found my coach. And then we started working together here and there. I wasn't really taking it that that seriously, you know, just something light yeah. to do. And then um, one day I decided like, oh, I'm gonna go work out by myself, like work on these things. And I was just really getting into it. Like I would go to the gym, train like two hours, go back home, all these two things. Two hours? Yeah, that was, that, was, that was the light stuff. Now <laughs> you just started. checking it out, two yeah. hours? <laughs> Take the bus, go Born with a great work ethic already. <laughs> Good heavens, go ahead. And then he saw he saw that I was working hard and then he would dedicate time to me and he kept helping me get better and better. And I'll keep working. And then I did my first sparring and I loved it. And then we <laughs> did my first fight like five, six months in. Yeah. And it was like the happiest I've ever been in my life. The After fight the fight, or the result of the fight? Both. Oh yeah? Yeah. Just wow. the best one of the best experience I've ever felt. Even my dad said to my coach after, he was like, that's the happiest I've ever seen her in her entire life. From fighting. From fighting. You yeah. guys are caught different. You know, I was just thinking when you were walking in here, and I think I said it too. What is it about boxers? <laughs> Devastating boxers like yourselves. Multiple times champion. But you guys knock people out for a living, but you're so nice and sweet. What is it? How come they <laughs> what is it with that personality? It's business. When you when you're fighting, but off off the uh, off the boxing ring, how would you describe yourself when you're not fighting? I think keep to myself, you know. Yeah. I just I just like it. no drama, you know. <laughs> I like to watch TV. <laughs> Very low key person. You're pretty chill. Yeah, pretty chill. I mean, like you said, it's business. We put we put all our time into this. We're tired. We don't want to fight outside. Of the <laughs> We're over. It's like before yeah. fighting is this big thing. Then once, yeah. you, once you become a boxer, it's like someone wants to fight you. You're like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just curious. How how old are you now, Tali? I'm 18. You're 18 years old, yeah. right? And you've been doing this for how long now? Two and a half years, almost three. Two and a half years, and you're already multiple times champion. Yes. Wow. Did you envision that you were going to be a champion when you started? What was that inspiration to do it? What were you fighting for? Or were you fighting against something? Um, never did I ever think I would get here. 
it's still crazy to like look at my wall sometimes and see how much I've done or even how many fights I have. Mm-hmm. It's very crazy. I would say the thing that brought me here, I don't think I was working towards anything at the beginning. I was just trying to get better. Just like just every day, just trying better. to get better, just be a better boxer. You know, next session with my coach, I want to show him that I actually worked on this or I fixed whatever was wrong. And then just eventually, like, we turned around and we're like, oh, we're here now, <laughs> you know? So I, I love that it. mindset. I absolutely love that mindset. I say it often. You, you ask for what their goals are and they tell you their goals in five years or even a year from now, but they couldn't tell you what their goal is for today. And the way you went about it is, I just want to get better today than I was yesterday. Yeah. And before you knew it, you were a whole lot better. Exactly. He was just knocking out this championship, <laughs> <laughs> this championship belt, and you're out there looking at your wall, and you're like, now what's up? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, I love it. I, I love haven't it. thrown a punch three years ago, and now it's, wow. it's literally my whole life. Like, Good heavens. Now let's talk about it. Let's get into it. What is your work ethic? Like, when you, before you get ready for a fight, is it months before you start preparing, or is it weeks before? Walk me through your journey into the ring. Talia Birch, because I've spoken to a lot of people about you and they are tagging you for being uh, a very prominent fighter down the road. Like you might be very, you seem like a very humble person and and I love your energy, it's very positive, but a lot of people are seeing you to, you might be one of the great fighters down the road. People are actually really saying that right now. That's how impressive you are at 18 years of age. I like to hear that. That's, that's my goal, obviously. Right. But my work ethic, I think that's one of the things that I have to accredit to where I am today. If I didn't work like I did, I wouldn't be here, you know, which is something so obvious to say, but it's, it's the truth. Mm. And I mean, what it is, is just putting everything into boxing. It's, it's like my heart, it's my soul. So I'm going to give it everything I got. Is it an obsession or is it just a raw necessity to work for, towards a goal? Would you say that you're obsessed with this all you think about? Do you have to be obsessed to be successful? I think so to a certain degree. Yeah, they're obsessed for you to be extremely disciplined. Wow. Like well you, said. Need, you need to you need to want it. Well yeah. said. And you really want it. I do. <laughs> you can get there because you want it. Now, so I need you to talk me through though what your mindset preparation oh, is yes, before you go in there. I want to know. I want to be a champion too. So, okay. well, <laughs> you know, if I want to be a champion, I talk to a champion. I'm talking to a champion. My mindset before a fight—it's always a tough one. It's like—it's like you go into this days before every fight, and you almost forget what you did last time. And you're like, "How did I even do this last right. time?" That's something I want to say. I, I'm going to say I struggle with it. My mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. Something I'm constantly working at my mental game. Um, you know those doubts, all these things. Yes. But I would say mindset to be a champion, first of all, take everything one day at a time. Mm-hmm. You can't think about five years from now, or else you're gonna just explode. You just have to think one thing at a time. And I got that from my coach. He'll probably tell, tell you. Tell me your name. coach's name. Jamal. Jamal. What's Jamal's last name? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Jamal Garner. <laughs> <laughs> I put people on the spot and they, their mindset totally freeze. <laughs> And they forget who their coach's name is, what their coach's name is, but I'm glad you remember. But that's awesome. I've heard a lot about your coach. He's, an, he's also an inspirational kind of figure, right? He has these kind of theories and he has a different kind of a mindset, but his work ethic himself is pretty yes. exemplary, right? Tell me a little bit about him. Um, well, he's amazing. 
And yeah. like you said, his work ethic. As a coach, you know, he goes home and he's always trying to make himself better as a coach. He doesn't just come and like do pads with us. He always looks for things that can make us better. He watches fights all the time. He'll like, he'll watch fights with me and he'll point things out to me. He doesn't have to do these things. Right. No one's forcing him to, but he does them because he knows it'll make me better in the long run. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool, isn't it, right? Yeah, it's amazing. You said something that I really liked and you picked up there. You said, even as a coach, he's always trying to get better. Now, how would you not fight your hardest for a coach like that? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, you know he's not here saying, I'm Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah. He's out here showing you, listen, I'm trying to teach you everything I have, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to get better myself. Yeah. And that's he always says that. He says, I don't know everything. He always, he looks for opportunities to get better and everywhere mm -hmm. wherever he has it he goes for it see that authenticity is what i think that a lot of athletes need first of all you need to be you need to be open with yourself and you need to be honest with yourself mm -hmm. right in order for you to progress you have to be honest you have to face your challenges i love the fact that you said that you even struggle with your mindset yeah 100 percent. i think that's one of my biggest weaknesses mm -hmm. i've had a few fights where i've gone in and i just like completely space out mm -hmm. And it doesn't go my way because <laughs> I'm not there. I'm right. not there mentally. How do you and, deal with that? I mean, in the moment, you don't. <laughs> you don't deal with it. But after, you know, you gotta. I listen to other athletes. I I try to listen to podcasts too about like mo motivation, discipline, gain the right mindset. I talk to people. I try to build my own confidence, push the right. away, learn from my mistakes. Right. Because if you. If you look at mistakes as a learning opportunity, then you grow. Yeah. If you look at them as failures, then you hurt your self-confidence. That's where our self-doubt kicks in. Wouldn't you say that? I would completely agree. Right. So now, once you've overcome some of these challenges, can you think of another challenge that you faced that almost broke you and you were able to get yourself up and keep going? I think at one point, recently I got very tired mm -hmm. and that's where I came in um, with just focus on the next thing, the next thing. Right. I was tired and like, I didn't want to go to training. Sometimes yeah. you just don't want to go to training. training. Right. You just want to slack off. Like yeah. every, as much as I love boxing yeah. and I do have this work ethic, sometimes I just don't feel like it. Yes. And it was just harder to get through the week. And I was just telling myself like, all right, next training. Just get through the training. Right. Just get through the training. And then it just got easier once I started looking at it like that and this is again something my coach taught me right so. no but i love your ability to just be naturally authentic it's just not an effort for you i like that because a lot of people struggle with keeping a good discipline or work ethic going they feel as though they fail a couple of times they're not good mm -hmm. they don't fit into that group of highly elite athletes or whatever it affects their self-confidence is where i'm going but if you fail you get up and you try again exactly I've said this before, a lot of people would get up a thousand times if they failed in private when nobody could see Yes, it. yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if they know if people are watching, yeah. then they don't even try. I have a story for you, actually. Oh, please. Uh, <laughs> Tell me stories. I, I love stories. Yeah, I fought this girl. <laughs> and, I mean, it was, uh, I wouldn't say my worst fight, mm. but I lost. Right. And, by a lot so I <laughs> and then two weeks later i have to fight this girl again for co provincial title mm -hmm. so monday we go back to the gym and i'm like i don't know like 
you know, what's going through my head? I just lost. I'm the fight this girl again. What yeah. am I going to do? And then my coach just like, okay, relax. <laughs> We're going to take this one thing at a time. And he told me what we need to fix. And then for the next two weeks, I just worked on that, worked on that, worked on that. And then I ended up beating her. Right. And that was, I think, one of the most fulfilling moments out of all my fights right. is that moment. The bigger the challenge, the bigger the accomplishment, yes, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and you've got to put the work in, you feel better from it, you grow from your experiences, yes. right? Yes. I want to talk about something else though, family, right? Yeah. So your mom and dad, how would they feel? I can just imagine my daughter coming to me and say, Dad, I want to be a boxer. He said, I would, I'll be okay with a dance, saying I want to dance, you know what yeah. I mean? I want to dance, I want to be a doctor, but I want to go fight. Yeah. I'm not saying that's all you want to do, but how did your dad take the fact that you wanted to be a boxer? So my dad's a bit funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> long story, long story, yeah. long story. <laughs> he actually put me in karate when I was younger, but karate, at least the version I did, it's yeah. not as um, intense. intense. You don't okay. really punch each other. And then he's actually the one who found my coach. Yeah. And I actually started with my little brother. It was like a thing we did together. Okay. So he's completely fine with it. Like he thinks it's cool. He loves to brag to his friends. Like of he always texts his friends. Oh, well, if you're winning championships, I'll yeah. brag too. <laughs> Even um, like I lift weights sometimes, and yeah. he'll like make me flex, take a photo, send to his friend. It's just so <laughs> random. But my mom actually, before my first fight, I told her I was gonna fight, and she's like, "No, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just been working for six months. What do you mean I'm not gonna fight?" <laughs> And then she kind of just had that attitude, but I was kind of like, it's going to happen. Right. It's already done. <laughs> Not that you don't have a say in it, but right. <laughs> it's going to happen. And then she watched the first fight and she's literally crying after the, after the first round. I literally, I turned to Jamal in the corner like this and I go, my mom's crying. <laughs> He's like, don't worry about that right now. <laughs> she's just excited yeah. that daughter's alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like she still has a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and the first few fights are always messy, but I think after my sixth fight, mm -hmm. when she watched it, she was like, okay, she, okay. Got, it. she got it. She's she a boss. Yeah, she's, a, she's, a, she's not gonna, she's not hurt. Right. I want to go back to the mindset aspect of it, right? Because it takes a certain kind of mindset to lose and come back and fight the same person you lost to. So they've already proven they can beat you. Yeah. So how do you go from being beaten by that person and having the confidence to beat them. What was that transition? What was your mindset like in that process? First few days, like, again, just completely destroyed with emotion. Mm -hmm. But I think it really goes into having someone who believes in me, just being there and knowing I can do it. So knowing that he knows I can do it, it's like, okay, I know I can do it. Right. So that just makes it easier. And I always trust, if I put in the work, I trust myself. Hmm. So I poured to all those two weeks and I was, I just felt ready. Like we watched, we watched her fight the night before cause it's tournament. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we got this. We so got preparation this. established that confidence exactly. that you needed to pull out a win. Preparation is I think the thing that keeps me the most sane when it comes to mindset. Wow. If I feel ill prepared, mm -hmm. then I'm going to lose it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so during your preparation, I'm asking questions now that I know uh, parents are probably would like me to ask you, right? Because they have daughters at home looking at you that way. She is so cool. Aww. I want to go boss too, and dad's like, oh god, no, please don't. <laughs> Social media. Yeah. 
How exposed are you with social media before a fight? I'm really bad at social media. Like, <laughs> I'm so bad at it. I hate it. I'm, I'm barely on it for boxing. I find it, I don't want to say fake, but I find it fake. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, why would I go to the gym and take a video of myself? Right. You know? Right. I know, I know that's the, the way we live now. Right. That's how we get, like, exposure. Right. I just don't like it. And, you know, like, people, people are like, oh, you should do this, you should do this. Right, right. Do that. <laughs> so before a fight, I'm not even on it. But even when I'm not fighting, I'm no, not really right. on it. Yeah. So I just wasted all those videos of myself working out to show. <laughs> I want to delete uh, not to self delete all those workout videos that I just wasted. On my, we no. always say like, if I'm fighting someone and I have to like click through their stories like this, it's a wrap. Wow, <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I love that. I love that mindset. I joke about myself, but. I, I love that mindset that you, that you said right there. So you don't have time for social media. It's not part of your whole social life. That's not how you interact with I your friends. I wouldn't even say it's a time thing. I don't know. For me, it just feels like unnecessary. Mm -hmm. But why, why, would I, why would I do this, you know? Right. Yeah. Interesting. Have you always been like that with social media outside of your sports? I mean, just in general. No, no, no. Like on other social medias, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. And I do like... Regular teenager stuff. Okay, you know? that's what I went yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are normal, you know? Yeah, I'm normal. <laughs> we just want to make sure, you know. It's okay, so you are normal. You yeah. do get on social media. Yeah, yeah. And do you manage the amount of time you spend on social media? You find that like you don't even need to. Um, sometimes I do find myself like, whoa. Okay, it's enough. Get off. Yeah. Get off. Or sometimes, you know, you download a game and yeah. you're already on level 40. Like, how did okay. I get it? It's like binge watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, no time. I've yeah. got a life. I gotta make a living. Okay, good. Yeah, but I find that it's okay because, you know, I go, I train for, I don't know, mm. how many hours. And I go home. I'm gonna watch some TV. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch eight episodes yeah. of whatever I wanna watch. No, I, lo I love how easy you are, even with the strict regimen that you have. It's also. Kind of based on the, your personality, you, you do how you like, and you, you're not forcing yourself to do something you don't like. You know when I tried to get you on a podcast the first time, I reached out to you, right? And you couldn't come because you were studying for your exams. I think you had yeah, and also had my other tournaments. Yes, like, so you had a lot going on. <laughs> but I love the fact that you prioritize your time and you have certain things you can do at certain times. Now, what are you studying for? So I'm in sciences. Science. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like pure and applied sciences. Okay. Like chemistry, physics at John Abbott. So where's your heart at? Like boxing, you, just boxing. Just boxing. Yeah. And I always say like school's always there. It's, I'm still I'm still I'm gonna finish my CGEP degree. Yeah. In case I ever want to go to university, but right now like I'm just focusing You're focus on, on one thing at a time. Yeah. And boxing is it? Yes, exactly. Now I I have to ask this because we're all about being authentic here. Your parents' role in your sports, do you find that your parents can be overwhelming or you find that they're more supportive kind of parents? I ask all the athletes, this is important because in, in cases where you have a talented child as an athlete, some parents become a little too involved and it becomes you, they live through you as an athlete. Yeah. Now that your parents are comfortable with you doing the sport, now they're in it and you're winning championships, like because of me, she's winning those championships. <laughs> so how do you find the role of your parents? Do you find that they're supportive, or do you can find that they're a little bit overbearing? Which one is it? Hey, <laughs> these are tough questions. 
<laughs> I would say both. Okay. There are definitely things that I'm like, no. <laughs> especially social media. Again, yeah. I hate... You hate being on social media. Yeah, especially without my consent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this I'm is all very stuff. Yeah, I'm about to fight open Facebook. Why is my face? Why is my face here? Why are you? Why is why why is my link here? I didn't consent for these people to watch my fight. In defense of your parents. Yeah. We're all like that. Yeah, yeah. And my dad. It's actually so funny. So at the Branton Cup in the finals, right? He he records the fights. It's not even you can't watch it with the volume on because every two seconds, <laughs> all you hear is hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. The guy wants you to win. <laughs> 100% and he's like the fingers going on the camera. <laughs> he forgets that he's filming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. You have to like mute the video because every two seconds he's just yelling and yelling. <laughs> it's the same thing. All he's saying is 100%, 100%. That's right. Yeah. He's and, in that ring <laughs> with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but overall he's supportive. Yeah, just those little things sometimes. Right. But he knows his place too. Like sometimes he'll say something, and I'm like, "That's not right." right. He's like, yeah, I don't know boxing. So I'm like, okay. Oh, see, that's wonderful. Yeah. That is actually wonderful. That he knows when to give you space, and he knows when to push, even though you might feel he's pushing a little too hard. But he knows when to push. He respects your space, right? I also want to ask you this though: being a young girl in a male-dominated how do you feel about that? How have you been received in the sport? Honestly, I feel fine. I don't find boxing... There's definitely still some things that are like... Mm, but overall, if you can punch, you can punch. Yeah. That's the vibe I get from boxing. Like I've done other sports, for example, baseball. I did that for like two years. Right. And I stopped because the guys, they don't even see you as a teammate. Wow. It doesn't matter if you're good or anything, they just don't see you as a teammate. Mm -hmm. I find in boxing, like, if you're good, they don't care. You're like, good. You just, you're good. Like, you're just one of us. It's like, a t it's a team thing. Yeah. I will say, though, uh, in, like, the casuals, people who don't know boxing, yeah. who aren't in the gym, sometimes they say some dumb stuff. <laughs> it's always first, I'm like, oh, I'm a boxer. And they're like, oh, so you do kickboxing. And I'm like, where did you, <laughs> well, you get that from? Where did you get that from? Right. Or always, oh, um, just for fun. After I tell them I went to Poland for it, right. like I compete. Right. <laughs> it's like so beyond to them. <laughs> but other than that, um, I don't. The only thing I would say is maybe there's less people to fight, and again, the people who don't know what's up, right? They say dumb stuff. Right, right. Yeah. I just say you don't, you don't play boxing. Yeah. It's a fight. So regardless of yeah. gender, like if, if you're in it, you're, you're in, in it. it. Yeah. That's why this is a sport you respect people just for the fact that they step in the ring. Exactly. And I always say like, doesn't matter what your personality is. You can be like the biggest, I guess you call it nerd. Right. If you can box, like you're winning. You're winning the <laughs> you're fight. Winning. No one's going to insult you. <laughs> no one's going to step to when you. When would you like to see boxing? Like, How would you like the sport to progress? I would like it to be a bit more clean in terms of the judging. I think that's something we see a lot. We watch a fight and the result is just disgusting. And I think mm -hmm. that turns a lot of people away from the sport. Because why Why would I watch something that's... Yeah. It's like watching a hockey game and they like erase all the goals. Why would I watch this? <laughs> yeah. sense. I would also like to see women get paid more. And boxers in general. I think 
maybe move it to a more accessible platform. Mm -hmm. Like social media is a big thing. Yes. Binging is a big thing. But I think they are moving it to like Amazon Prime. Right. So I think just more people to learn about the sport and also understand that you can do boxing and not compete because I think that's a big thing too. Mm -hmm. People think they can't participate in boxing unless they want to fight. But no, you can do boxing and not fight too. That's interesting. So your social life now, off social media, your friends, when you're preparing for a fight, are you able to manage that? Yeah. And say, hey, listen, I'm preparing for a fight. I need to focus. But the thing is, I don't really talk to many people. <laughs> <laughs> so your friends in your boxing club, your friends in your boxing club, your boxing bag, that's it? There's not much to manage. There's not much to manage. And like you said, like I, I kind of set my priorities straight and that comes also from not setting my priorities straight. Mm -hmm. So I know now, like if I don't want to answer a text, I just don't answer the text. Right. You know, it's that simple. So wait a second, you're touching on something there like, you know, I think there's power in the ability to say no. And there's power in the ability to say, you know what, I don't want to do that now. Yeah. So how can you be such a nice, friendly person and be able to have the ability to do that? I think it just comes from learning like experiences where you have been the person who said yes and you regret it. Mm -hmm. And I think coming from that, you just realize like, why would I put myself in that position again? Mm -hmm. like, you know, you say yes to hang out with someone and then you know it's going to be bad. Mm -hmm. And you leave feeling like, why, why, why did I do that? So I think that's just what I've learned over the years and now I'm like just prioritizing myself. And right. I heard someone say this once, uh, I can't remember where I heard this. He said, when you say no, is the quickest way to find out who shouldn't be in your circle. You see yeah, what I'm saying? I do. If they do not appreciate your perspective and your position and your principle on anything, then they don't belong in your yeah. circle. So no is actually a very powerful word to use. Just they try to convince you otherwise. Yes, yes, yes. It's not the person. I always tell people that, but just, just don't use it with me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Use it, but not with me. No, but you're absolutely right about that, right? So I love where you're going and for yourself, what's next? What's big for you coming up? What are you excited about? Honestly, I'm excited right now. We're just, we're getting in the lab. We're, we're working on things, we're getting better. And we're just gonna try and get as much experience as possible. Just get better to the point where no one can touch us anymore. <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs> That's what we want. And you know when you go after your, your visions and you're getting better for you when you're going after that, are you fully confident that you're gonna get it? Or you just how do you process going after something that is that is big, that's important for you? I would say it's never a sure thing, but mm -hmm. I know if I put the work, something's gonna happen. Hmm. So that's all that's all I'm gonna do is just keep working, taking it day by day. Correction by correction. And so you take accountability and responsibility yes, for making that happen. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Talia, you are amazing. But I gotta ask you this before you leave. Before you leave, I gotta say this. If I were to come up, not I would come up, if you were to name yourself a superhero, or let's say your family members were to tag you with a superhero name, what superhero would you be? Oh, you gotta think of this one. Think about it. What superhero would Talia Birch be? Like out of all the ones that exist already? No, you can make up your own. Like a name? Yeah. Mm. You can even make up a name. <laughs> Put you on the spot with that one, yeah, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> superhero. Which one would you be? This question gets people every time. Every time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna add whichever one you think of to the podcast. Okay. When I edit it, so you gotta think you owe me okay. a superhero name that you think you you would have for yourself. I did the same thing with the last podcast, didn't I? I did the same thing with the last one. Yeah. He couldn't think about it. He was stuck in the spot. All right, Talia, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your energy. I love your work ethic, your discipline, your accomplishments, but the Talia Birch behind the accomplishment is really an honor to meet you because you really are the real deal. And I see why everybody's so excited about what you're going to become. I can see it now. The second of a you were trying to buy me something. <laughs> she was trying to get us all, she was trying to get us all food to eat. That's the Talia Birch that we're looking at here today. That's what you've been listening to. If you have any questions for me to ask her, feel free to, to shoot them in. And I'm sure you met her. She'll answer them. Talia, thank you so much thank for coming today. It's really been a pleasure. Cheers. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Cheers. A pleasure. Fight power. power.